All right, now just remember, from this point on, we are sophisticated, educated, successful career. Do you have some sort of businesswoman special? You know, some places have like a lunch special. We don't have anything like that. Hey there, everybody. It's Heather Terman with Businesswoman Special. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I don't, I'm not going to waste your time with a long intro. I just want to say that this is one of my favorite conversations I've had thus far on this show. Uh, I sat down with Nicole Blaine, who is a comic and just one of the coolest people. I have so much respect for her. And we talked about what it was like to grow up in in uh, California and how to manifest things you want. She manifested Jennifer Aniston. So tune in to hear not only how she did that, but what she said to her when she met her. It's pretty great. Great story. Thanks so much. Enjoy. All right. So I'm here with Nicole Blaine. Um, how are you? Good. Good. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. I'm sitting uh, in your house. You've hosted me very nicely. I wouldn't call this a house, but you can go. It's your apartment. place. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, kid zone. Kids on. Yeah. Uh, actually, if there weren't little artworks on the wall, I wouldn't know you had kids. You know what I mean? Like, you keep it well. You keep it together. That's because That's everything's it. just shoved in the autumn. <laughs> you just keep it. just put, if you, like, open that, <laughs> things, like, will pop out. But, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, thank you so much. And you got me lunch before, um, which was so sweet. I have to feed you before your wedding. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, like we said, clean, so it won't, it'll fall right out. Yeah. Low-fat, brown rice, avocado, you're good to go. Beautiful. You, thank you so much for doing this, by the way, for of this course. podcast. I've been excited to, to get to know you. I've really only known you like a year. Yeah. Um, and you did something that I think is so rare in comedy, and so it sticks out all the time, is that after a show that I didn't even talk to you at the show, mm-hmm. you went on your way to send me a message to say, I thought you were so funny. I encourage you to submit for, you know, the West Side Showdown. Uh-huh. And like can't thank you enough for that. Aww. Like, that was such a fun time, such a night, uh, an experience. I won the joke of the night, 50 bucks yeah, one night. Yeah, you did. Like, and so that was like, like, those things as a comic, you know, like, 50 bucks was the greatest night of my life. And you know what I mean? into the finals. Yeah. And it was amazing. So yeah. thank you for that. Like, comics don't do that enough. They especially don't. female comics. Yeah. And that makes me really depressed. Me too. That's interesting you say that. Yeah. And it's funny, because I rem- do you know, do you know the show that I saw you in? Yeah, it was at um, it, it was at Improv Olympic, and it was mm-hmm. a a female comedy festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were in the show before me. Okay. Um, I was in like the late night show, and you went up, and I was like, "Well, I don't need to sit backstage and stare at a wall <laughs> with like twenty year olds, right, right? Right? Drinking like some weird vodka. Some weird, yeah. Um, so I went out to watch the show, and you you killed. Oh, thank you. you it were, was a fun room, yeah. Yeah, and I actually think I had seen you a couple times before. Okay. And so I knew who you were. Okay. And so it had been gearing up in my head like, God, she's good. No, set? like, okay. no, just like, she's so good, I want to know her. Okay. You know? Thank and, you. And uh-huh. I was too feeling like, well, I can't, like, go say hi. Like, but you know what? I Like, if I felt, if someone felt that way about me, like, I would want... To pay, have them, like, if they wrote me a compliment, it'd be huge. Yes. That, yeah. And that's exactly the thing, is that people don't tell each other enough, like, I'm a fan of you, I'm a fan of you, I'm a fan of you. Yeah. And I, I feel like I try to do that all the time. I, like, Aww. stop somebody that I followed on, or, like, I this chick that I follow on Twitter, who I think is one of the funniest ones on Twitter, I, like, 
Grabbed her at the improv, Amber Tozer. Oh, she's amazing. So funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just probably sounded like a drunken lunatic because I was like kind of drunk, but I'm just like, I just want you to know. I love it. <laughs> you know, that yeah. you are so funny. And she's cool. She's she probably she was loved so that. sweet. And yeah, her yeah, yeah. friend was like, We were just talking about how women suck at supporting each other. <gasps> They're like, So thank you. Funny. Yeah. Oh, that's so it was, sweet. but you know what I mean? Like, that's thank what you. we have to do. And so you. Well, P.S. I'm also the person who constantly goes to. Like, if at a gas station, someone's really nice to me, I will, like, write a note for the manager and be like, this person, this employee, like, went above and beyond to, like, find the Snickers bar. I was like, like, I, I, if we're at a restaurant and the waitress is amazing, I will always be like, can I speak to your supervisor? And I love when they get nervous. And I'm like, because I'm going to tell them you're the best. Um, but, like, I will take out time to always do that because yeah. I just think, like... That's an everyday superhero. It's a real life superhero. It's the way the world should go. It is. It is. Um, I admire that so much. And I am a fan of you. I want you to know that. Since I, because I had only, I had never seen you do stand up till West Side. What? And you were such a likable host. You kept everything together. Oh, at the competition? The competition. Oh, my I don't think, I had never yeah, you seen you. hadn't seen me Mm-mm. before. And uh, then I, like, just now when I went, and, and then I've been seeing you at Karma Lounge and yeah. just like, and you came into my show and all that stuff. And I just want you to know that. You're blown out of the water. I'm like, not. yes, you are. No, you're, I'm not. Yes, you are. I don't feel that I've way. seen, well, I don't think you're giving yourself credit. I think you've grown a lot. Like, it's fun to watch. Um, when You know what I mean? Like, because I think that's so important, the growth process. Like, people who knew me the first years I started and then who don't see me for three years and then see a show and they're like, holy uh, shit, you're not a piece of shit anymore. Yeah. You used to suck. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was, you know, okay, that happens. Let's talk about that because this is such an interesting subject. Uh-huh. Um, November 1st will be my four-year stand-up comedy anniversary. Hell yeah, congratulations. Thanks. And it, it spun me out. Like, I feel like just like every birthday, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm getting old, where am I now? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have an issue with time. Me too. And, oh, like, achievements. Talk about this. Oh, my God. I'm so upset. <laughs> you have no idea. It's like a really big, like, issue in my life yes. that I can't get over. Yes. How did you celebrate your 30th birthday? Um, it, did you cry it the whole day? Yet. You're not 30. I'm, I'm, and I don't say that because you look like you're my age. I it's okay. You're young, but like. <laughs> what do you mean? You, first of all, you look like you're 22. You're always like, I, I have a 20. Wish. You're like, I have a seven year old daughter. I'm just like, you look like you're 22. Like, <laughs> you're not even 30 yet. No. I didn't know you were, like, seriously, you're that young. I'm 28. So. Oh, you're, my God. <laughs> so much in my life has changed since 28. Really? Well, I feel yeah. like you find yourself right around this age. I mean, I'm going to be 29 yes. at the end of December. My birthday's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, I think these are the five years. Where you sort of like really like anchor in. Yeah. Oh, so what are you gonna do on your thirtieth birthday? Um, I want to get a cabin up in Big Bear because and cry? it's New Year's. <laughs> um, I am gonna panic that I'm thirty. Although yeah. the thing we talk about time, for some reason, I've always had this vision of thirty-two being the biggest year of my life since I was little. Oh, I would then just you're think right. like, no, then it can't is. Can't wait to be thirty-two. That's a thing. So that's probably a real thing. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So anyway, so, okay, so you're panicking because you care about time and you watch time. I, I, I didn't know I was going to take 30 so hard. Okay. Um, and by the way, I'm 38, so I'm already revving up. You look like you're a fucking teenager. Okay, yes, go ahead. I do not. I yes, you do. Botox. <laughs> I'm considering Botox. That's another story. But um, I remember on that night, like where the clock strikes midnight, you're like, this is the beginning of my birthday because <laughs> now it's midnight or whatever. Right. Um, I was lying on the couch with my husband and I saw the clock strike midnight, and I had no idea. I cried, and I'm talking like where like a faucet turns on and tears come down. Oh my god! And it was like a panic attack cry for 24 hours. I oh couldn't my stop blubbering, and I couldn't. Fi- I remember talking to my brother, who's like, he's younger than me, but he's like this, like, mm, 
he's a therapist. Okay. Like, he totally is. So, like, you tell him everything, and then he makes you feel better, and he's sort of <laughs> like a wizard. He's just, like, an amazing person in your family. Um, I think I cried to him for, like, an hour that day. Yeah. And he, like, didn't tell me to shut up, and he didn't charge me. You know? <laughs> and he was like, this is, this is, I don't know what he said. I don't know. I think he was, like, my person, whereas I feel like, I mean, I went to work crying. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I got into, this is where I went with, with time traveling. Like, mm -hmm. I looked out into the, the sky, and I saw the stars. My husband was taking me to, like, dinner that night. And I was looking out the window along the PCH, and I was like, I now know what a decade feels like. Yeah. You From know? 20 to 30. Yeah. Because before that... Because before that, you don't you're recognize. A yeah. You don't have a, yeah. a relevance of time, and it, it doesn't sort of... Like, you don't achieve anything. But I was able to say, I knew where I was when I was 20, mm -hmm. and I knew where I was now. Yeah. And I knew how much changed, and yet how... How nothing changed. It's the weirdest... It's such yeah. a paradox. Yeah. And even, like, how I didn't get what I wanted. Right. Well, see, now, don't forget, I just saw the other day at Forever 21, of all places, <laughs> a <laughs> quote funny. on a t-shirt, I know, of um, Oscar Wilde, I believe, and it said, um, you know, the, there are two tragedies in life, um, not getting what you, or not getting what you want, or getting what you want, yeah. and it's just like, both are very tragic in different ways. I do believe in the saying, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Because, because you don't know yeah. how it will really be when those things happen. And what you sacrifice. And, yeah. and, and, the, and the thing is, is that... Yeah, and the mix. And the giving up the ability then to dream. Because if yeah. you get everything, which is why... I mean, I'm always a proponent of... Get it later? Well, no, just having more. Way. Having more. When, when you reach one goal, like, get ready for the next. Be like, that's so, that felt fucking great and yeah. I'm going to cherish this. But, like, my next thing is this. You know what I mean? Like, and that's where you see... Um, I feel like I talk about this all the time, but mm. Madonna, I'm, like, obsessed with Madonna. And the, one of the main reasons is because of, of this thing is that she managed to transcend so many decades without, um, you know, she hasn't, like, you look at, like, you know, I don't know, what's a good example? Like, Alice Cooper is still the same Alice Cooper as he was, you know sure. what I mean, back in the day. Madonna has changed each time, and she, yeah. and she challenges herself at whatever the fuck. Do you do that with stand-up also? Because I will, as a newbie stand-up... Uh -huh. I have started to realize, and as a host of mm -hmm. shows, all right, I'm going to work literally for six months or whatever it is. It does, that time doesn't matter. But I'm going to work right now on crowd work. Yes. And I am going to, every single time I'm up here, give myself the challenge to check in with an audience member and not know what I'm about to ask, say, or whatever. And I would, like, work that so that then I would just have that under my belt. And, like, then another time I remember I felt like with stand-up, I was like, I'm going to work on, I don't know, Commenting on the comic before me. Sure, yes. Having right? a, something to say about what... Yeah, yeah what just happened. Mm -hmm. Having that, that that type of challenge. Yes. Um, so I do so like I do feel like it's like that pushing and like yeah. moving a goal up. Always, always. And so in that in that regard, getting what you want is never the worst thing because if there's always other things. Right. And, and also not getting it then is not the worst thing because there's other things that you're also trying to get. There's not just one, you well, know. My biggest issue of why I think I'm... Sometimes a miserable person, though. <laughs> you know. I mean, I feel that way too. I am too. So yeah. Well, my problem is, is I set a goal. So like, I had this idea. I was like, I want to host this killer show and get these really great comics on it, and I want to make, I want to sell out every show. That is my dream. And well, now you're doing it. So now I'm doing it. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? It's not enough. You know what I really want to do? Like, th and then I don't even enjoy it. Like See, that's yeah. the and everyone's like, you know, you're such a fucking bitch. <laughs> Like, that sucks about you. There's, like, oh, I don't. Don't think of it like that because there's two sides to it. One, you can't fault somebody for pushing themselves. 
You know what I mean? You, you demand a lot from yourself. Yeah. So it's just like, now that's not enough anymore. I don't even enjoy it, though, anymore. Like, I don't even enjoy the victory of The victory of I've it. moved, my goal got pushed up before I even celebrated it. There's, well, you should, you should celebrate it. You should still celebrate it because it is a super awesome show. It's like we, I mean, we mentioned, we were talking about it a little before we started recording this. Um, literally, the concept is like one of the best, most fun things ever. And, and, so and what's brilliantly built into it is when you have a virgin who's never performed stand-up doing that for the first time, it's, it markets itself. You don't have to, to have a show, a lineup of bringers, bringers you know right. what I mean? Uh, let me explain the show concept yeah. for people who Oh, yes, know. go ahead. Okay, so the show is called Virgin Sacrifice. Not to be mistaken with the word suicide, which so many I know. people say, and I'm always like, it rolls off the no tongue. Death and there's no Kirsten Dunst. Like <laughs> it's really truly not. So virgin sacrifice, and the show concept is that I get a amazing lineup of incredibly talented and uh, pros, the comics that have like big credits. Mm-hmm. So uh, people who I think are great and working all over the place and been on Comedy Central and late light, late night stuff and whatever. And then at the very end of the show, I bring one person up to headline who has never done stand-up, was never planning on doing it, and is never going to do it again. Right. So that's the key. This is not someone who wants to break into stand-up. Yeah. It is Anne from accounting. Yeah. And that's and that's and she's just got a one-off. A one-off. And it, and so everyone from the office isn't going to fucking miss when like literally the quiet, you know, yeah. lady yeah. from the corner is going to get. Up. So it's funny, by the way, if I look, through, I've done 35, 36 shows. Most, I, I feel like so many of them are lawyers. That's so funny. And I think it just plays into their narcissism. It, uh, a to their narcissism, yes. Yeah. And then also, though, um, that's smart. so funny with narcissism. They're I was going to say smart. Yeah. And, um, brilliant. Yeah, and, and they have to, in a way, be kind of twisted. Because, because yeah. as a lawyer, you see, you, you see that there's a way out of everything. Right. You know what I mean? So it's... The, they're writers. They're writers. performers, yeah. even. Some of them that performers. are writers. Yeah, yeah. But even, you know, um, they, they always are really good and and I can give them good direction now like I didn't even know what I was doing but now I offer coaching all of yeah. the virgins and I would say I'm not Seinfeld like I'm not going to be able to teach you how to write a fucking joke but I'll give you a couple notes yeah and even like clues before you start writing so I always take all of my virgins out to a show mm-hmm. ahead of time six weeks before oh my god you're so committed I, oh my god yeah well that's when you said it markets itself it actually really doesn't. I can't tell you how much work. <laughs> no, I know you do a ton, but what I mean is like that person is never going to be empty, no matter no matter what. Do you know what I mean? The last three have had trouble. Okay, interesting. One of them decided. That's so funny. Yeah, one of them decided to do no marketing. He fucked me. He, oh god. He totally used me, and he was like, "No, oh I'm just going to let you." How deal do you with not this. have your friends? Why are you Why are you gonna, even going to try stand up for the first time if you're not going to have your friends come out? Yeah, and see he you? fucked me. Ugh. That's another story. Yeah, I don't want to badmouth him, but that was that. Another person I feel really bad just didn't have the friends. Yeah. And she thought she did. And then um, my other problem was with, um, and this is why I tell actors, you shouldn't try to do this. They are, they've tapped out their friends. Yes. Yeah. So for plays really, or, yeah, yeah. It really only, then I have to supplement the entire audience. Yes. So for yeah. the last three months... I have supplemented all three audiences. Yeah. And we sold out anyway, thank God, only because I've been doing the show so long. But you, like, do work your ass off, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But, so I'll take the Virgin out six weeks ahead of time, and I'll treat them to a really good show, and we just sit there, and I go, okay, before we walk in, I want you to look for something. And there's some joke writing structure. Now, I've made these words up, so I have no idea if (laughs) I'm going to say them, and you're going to be like, what is that? Okay. So I call something a misdirect. Okay. Is there a real word for that joke? premise type um, thing, you know? Yeah, well, I, I think in general, misdirection, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
because you're leading someone somewhere else and then you hit them with the punchline. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll give examples of misdirect. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can write that. Like, you can structurally. And so I go, so we're going to walk in and I'm going to tell you, you're going to watch seven comics. Guarantee you at least six out of seven will do well, at some point some in point. their set. And I will poke you and be like, you see, you thought it was going left yeah. and they made it all make sense. But then when it veered right, it was brilliant. You laughed. You didn't see it coming, but it totally worked. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I love talking about that. And then, like, you'll just, I none of them know the rules of three for yeah, comedy. Yeah, you know, Which and is so go, funny because that's, like, the thing that you think everyone knows from back in the old Charlie days. Chapman, yes, right? Like, <laughs> the rules of three. One, two, three. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we always talk about that. I give a bunch of examples of that. And I'll talk about reversals and, mm-hmm. like, heightening and, like, performing even also Yeah, just heightening like, is huge. Heightening yes, is huge. Yeah. So if you're going to give an example, If it's a small example, three. yeah. If, if, or, you know, if yeah. you have a funny story about a time right. you got drunk... Make that story, uh, you threw up all over the place and shit your pants. Like, it's like you yes. heighten it. You so, heighten yeah. it. You, and, and you might heighten it verbally yeah. and physically. And physically. And where do rehearsals come in? So, I usually tell them, send me a rough draft at about three or four weeks out, right? And then I'll look over it and give you notes. And my notes, like I said, I'm, I'm no professional, but it might be like, Ooh, I think you have brilliant. a great eye for what's funny. So absolutely, if you're reading something, it's easier yeah. to see it on someone else's eye. than your own. Oh, you, nobody can. Nobody can I can't get see in, it on my own. Nobody knows what they have. Mm-mm. Nobody knows what their thing is. It, and you'll never be able. You can't tell me. Mm-mm. Just like I can't tell you because yeah. you'll never see it the way I see it, and you'll, right. I'll never see it the way you see it. Right. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so I love it. First of all, I always love because these virgins. And what I try to tell them also is, your day job, is not typical for a stand-up. So please talk about it. Yes. And I'm a mom. All I do is talk about mom stuff. Mm-hmm. Trust me, everyone's fucking talking about their kids. From, <laughs> from me to Louis C.K. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, But you are a lawyer. How many stand-ups are talking about being a lawyer? Right. N- 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 none. Yeah. Do it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few. But, um, so this one is a medical sales rep, you know, and she's adorable. The one coming up in a few weeks. And she works for her father. Okay. You know? And I'm yeah. like... Have that. Yeah. And she does. And it's the best part of her set. Good. Of course it is. Because it's because specific. How real. Yeah. It's so real. And the guess who's going to be in the audience? Everyone she works with, her dad. Her dad. And everyone. And she happens to be the same day job that I have. Yeah. So I'll have, you know, anyways, it's totally No, that'll cute. be, that's so, that's so cute. Because, it, I mean, with that, it's just like, you think to yourself, you're like, okay, now make your dad sound like a boss. When she works for her dad, like, how many funny jokes, like, things yeah. you say to your boss, things yeah. you, like, hate about your boss. She wrote, yeah, you know? she wrote this cute joke. I'm totally going to out it here because it was, it was so cute. Mm-hmm. She goes, I love, you know, my dad is my boss, but I love how, like, we have to be, like, in emails. And I'm like, hey, Bob, wink, wink. <laughs> I'm like, that's so good. That's so funny, that's yeah. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. So I love that part of the process yeah. is, like, watching them. And then I'll be like, so this was genius. Mm-hmm. And do you see what you did here? It's it's missing up in this paragraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you don't have one of those here. Yeah. A lot of times they just have setups with no punchlines. Sure. Right? Yes. Yeah, most people, and that's the thing, is when you're first starting, you're like, oh, I thought that was funny. You're like, no. well, we were on board. We were waiting for you then to, like, wrap it in a bow, and you never did. You never <laughs> so, got there. Yeah. And, oh, and my big cheat uh-huh. that I do with all of them is I tell them, write a callback at the very end. Yes. So with one of your strongest jokes at the top, and then at the end, we're always going to loop back yep. into it, and everyone's like, she tied it in a little bow. Yeah. And it's like, it, you know, it's... it's that's magic when that happens. So it's a good, that's a good thing to have them do. It's a cheat. And it then they like finish cheat, yeah. on a great note. They finish on a great note. Um, and they're nervous as all hell mm-hmm. because, and that's the fun thing about them when I, and I always offer a rehearsal, mm-hmm. um, and a few rewrites and stuff like that. And then when I rehearse with them about a week before I tell them, you need to be memorized before uh-huh. I show up. Yeah. Right. So that you can be able to not wonder what's coming next. Right. And then I can really help you like physically and vocally. Fine tune it. 
yeah, yeah. A little yeah. direction. But it's all theirs. They, you know, they, yeah. they totally do it. And the greatest part about the show, in all honesty, has been, like, it sounds so cliche, but, like, watching someone have the best night of their life. Yes, of course. And, like, feeling course. like I had, like, some little part in it. See? I, I do it. think, see, look at you. See, what? I think you do experience how great it is to do the show. Remember how you were saying yeah. how miserable? You were like, yeah, I yeah. guess I do. Yeah, you do. Right. Like, this is you experiencing it. You you yeah. are saying, I do this awesome thing, and I'm able to take this from it. Like, yeah. feel that. And every time you feel it, cherish it. It's about them. It's about them. It's about them. It's about them. And yeah. to, I mean, and there's, like, the fucking bragging rights. Like, oh, yeah, my show is fucking rocking. Like, just... Admit that. That's great. You know what I mean? That's weird. But yes. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I, you know, yeah. 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 Um, so you are nervous because you're going to hit four years. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's my thing. So now I'm like, so then I have my meltdown of, have I gotten any better? Which, yes, you have. How do you know? <laughs> How do you, see, How it you is know? weird. How do you know? Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. One of my best, 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 best friends, like, you know when you have those, like, top, few soulmates mm-hmm. friends yes like, absolutely like, like that guy um he and I have been close for 25 something years yeah right? we mm-hmm. went to elementary school oh damn yeah but we became really good friends in high school and he was also separate from being best friends with me coincidentally he was best friends with my husband oh weird so who I was also friends with I met my husband when I was in junior high okay and he was in the local high school okay so we're in Santa Monica now in my apartment I grew up a block away from I was just going to ask you. Okay, so you're from, like, right here. Okay, it's cool, like cool, It's, like, gross. I've, like, not made <laughs> it far than um, a stone's throw. So... Why would you leave, though? Why would you, you know? leave Santa it's Monica? It's great. It's yeah. utopia. Um, so we all went to the local Santa Monica High School. Okay. Public school. And I was best friends with him, and he was best friends with Wait, him. the one that they filmed, like, Britney Spears' video at, and, like, Grease, like, that one? Because that's in Santa Monica, too, I heard. They filmed um, Rebel Without a Cause. There? Oh, cool, cool, cool. I, okay. do, I don't feel like they filmed they the filmed other, the other two ones. things. Okay. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. So I, I could be think. wrong. Yeah. But maybe I'll go back and watch those videos. Um, so we were all best friends. I was not dating him. I didn't date Mickey. That's his name. Until college. But anyways, so my best, best, best friend, his name is Ryan. Um, he, he's like the guy you go to. Yeah. Like he's always been my sort of like little Buddha. Sure. That, like, I would be like, what do I do? Help me with my life. And he always kind of, like, does. hmm And he's obsessed with stand-up. Okay. Yeah. Now, he is an actor. Okay. And he's a successful actor. Like, yeah. he, he has been only doing acting for 20 years, and, like, he's incredible. Yeah. And, but I've always thought it was interesting that he was, like, so good at that, but, like, an obsessed with stand-up. And I was like, come on, like, wouldn't you want to be one of my virgins? <laughs> like, we could get all your fans to come out. Like, yeah. Like, it'd be huge. You <laughs> know what I mean? And he was like oh, I can't. <laughs> and I was like, why? And he was like, that's why I would never go into stand-up, is that there's no way. You don't get good yeah. for, like, 10, 20 years. And I refuse to, like, do something and fail at it for that long. Like, oh, that would so be funny. humiliating. Yeah. And he goes, like, and I felt like he was saying, like, a no offense, but you almost have to be crazy enough to think right. that you're you're good enough at the beginning yeah. to even continue. <laughs> Like, don't you feel like it's that? It's so true. It's so true. Like, what was wrong there's with There's a, a huge... Every comic, there is a huge part of... There's a huge delusional aspect to every comic. Yeah. Those first two years, especially. Like, yeah. Or maybe... Especially the first year. Because I think, think, like... You should invite I thought everyone because it's so good. Yeah, because yeah. it's so good. And then you, like, realize later, you're just like, I can't believe I was saying that shit. Right. I was, like, such an idiot. But you know what? It uh, Again, with the progression thing, like I said, like, there are those people that when I started, uh, you know, would always just say, oh, good job. But now, they're always like 
so nice to see you come so far. Oh my God, you know, like this was really funny. I really like this part. And like their enthusiasm shows that they didn't believe in me, but now that like I've turned them, which is nice, you yeah. know? And so that does happen, but it's funny because yeah, you, you wouldn't stick with it if you didn't have no it's delusional it's totally delusional and I'm and I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say like and like to the point of like I remember doing shows and hanging out with people who were like five years uh-huh. ten years ahead of me mm-hmm. and like they just must have been looking at me like oh how long will she be doing these, you know, bringers? Because thanks for bringing the audience. No, you know what? I think kid. I kid. <laughs> I think people who've been doing it a long time and who've gotten good know that. Because I've watched enough people that, like, the first time I remember this one kid, and he was my first example of like, be careful before you judge. Like, I remember mm. looking at him and being like, oh my god, like, yawn, boring. This guy's so stupid. I hate everything that comes out of his fucking mouth. You know, and then while I thought I was awesome doing a show, like, once a month, he was, like, hitting the fucking scene, doing shows every night, getting on stage, and cut to, you know, all of a sudden, I mean, he's definitely on TV now, Um, he's been playing all over the world, all sorts of different things, and it's like, and and he's good, yes, and he's gotten good, and so, and now, like, there are so many people that I feel like I started with, and I was, and then, like, all of a sudden, I'll see them out, and I'm just like, fuck, they got good. They got good. They got good. Because it is a muscle. And I think the people who've been doing it a lot, like, how you're like, I'm so embarrassed to think, like, that people probably thought, they also probably thought they're new. They haven't been, they haven't developed. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking muscle. It's an exercise. You have to keep doing it. I remember one of my very first shows, um... There's this comic that was exactly five years ahead of me, mm-hmm. and I loved her. Like, I was like, oh, I want to be like her. And I knew that. Like, she was super out of my league. She was yeah. great or whatever. And I'd seen her so many times and just, like, sat there and watched, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, and I, like, stumbled into, like, a show where I was a bringer and she was being featured or whatever. And, like, you know, she was having a cigarette outside. So I was like, I'll have a cigarette outside just to <laughs> talk to her. Um, and so I was hanging out with her, and she asked me something about, oh, how long you're, you're new, and I was like, yeah, and she's like, so, I, I don't know why she has, like, what I'm writing, and I was telling her about this, like, totally dirty joke. Yeah. And she was like, you know, as you do this longer, you'll, you'll start doing clean stuff. And I was like, huh? And I wondered why she said that. She was like, because they're harder to write, yeah. and they're better. Yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't being mean. Right, yeah. And I, like, loved that piece of advice, because I was like... All I can do now yeah. is to challenge myself. To write it, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Um, because, you know, I have this conversation a lot with some people. I think that there's such a um, stigma about dirty humor that it's easy. Um, and I think the, I think there's a difference between a smart joke and a dumb. There's more yeah. smart joke. There's more intelligent and easy, I guess, mm-hmm. is sort of the, I think, the scale of a joke. Okay. And, like, for the most part... Dirty the can mo- be on either end. Dirty can be on either Absolutely. end. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I truly yeah. believe that. I do, But, too. yes, like, the, you know, when you can make... When you don't have to resort to that, um, and you do have a well-thought-out bit that's just funny because it's something that we all fucking feel all the time, yeah, those are the gold bits. Those are the ones you want to challenge yourself to write. But I also think that there's no shame in having a really smart dirty joke like if it says something else yeah if it's like an intelligent commentary on society Agreed. masked by a giant Agreed. penis like great yes. you know what I mean like well and I think that's what we're given permission yeah in that scenario yes to do that uh-huh. my other big issue that I'm coming up against now is someone um I really like this cute club I work at and I got the note because I'm a regular host there like don't forget you got to be like you got to be clean. Yeah. And I was like, totally. Like, the host has to be clean. I got this. Yeah. And then he was like, I watched your stuff. It's not clean. <laughs> and I was like, 
what? That's like literally the cleanest stuff I have. Like yeah. at one, I never use a cuss word. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, my joke where I talk about my daughter uh, uh -huh. keeps like yeah. uh -huh. making skid marks that look like poops in yeah. her pants. And I'm like, you need to learn how to wipe better. Yeah. It's really, I love that joke. I love that joke too. I and it's, and it doesn't seem dirty, but uh, he said to me, that's too dirty. Oh my God. That's so funny. And then I was like, now I don't know what it, like you were you, panicked. Like, yeah. Well, and I'm like out of my mind going, if saying the word poop, a little kid pooping their pants yeah. is dirty. Like, I don't know where I'm left right. with, like, what what judge am I? Do you know what it might be or what I, th I find? Um, because just doing, like, you know, when people get away... Like, I would always mind fuck it if I was doing something that's supposed to be a clean set as well. And I would change language and mind fuck everything. And then, yeah. I, and then I would realize, like, I'd watch other people and I'm like, but they could say that? And what I realized is that it's graphics. If you make anything to graphic or visual oh do you know what i mean i i, I like not this not that like they mean it. Humor. it i know no, no no i don't think it's i don't think it i i love that joke i, I think you joke. could you could tell that joke on tv so it's that's should, okay so you know that's what I mean? so i yes. turned around to my husband yeah who is like you know he's yeah. my stable straight man yeah i'm like is this a dirty joke yeah and he was like it could be on late it's night. such a parenting in fact yeah. like What's going on right now uh -huh. on late light like is so dirty. Yeah, like, I think yeah. they're saying blowjobs now. They are saying a lot they're of different blow things. Jobs. Because you know what? I mean, I've been noticing they have they have to start moving in that direction because of Netflix and Hulu yeah. and all that stuff. Like right. they can't compete. Right. Showtime and HBO. So so right, the networks are getting less strict. Like they're you know you're getting away with more, yeah. which is good. But like yeah, I would never think that was dirty. But again, like it's always like a um, somebody when I did laughs for Fox, they came and they told us all like you know. Um, you you can get away with this. You can get away with this for some reason. The executives, no fart jokes are making it past the executives. They're like, oh my we're just letting you know. We don't know why, but whoever the top people are, okay. they're not into the fart humor. And no. so we're like, okay, done. You know, they have a it's a, a personal problem. It's just Someone what it is. Somebody just farting. doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know they're what I mean. Like again, so this might have just been that person's opinion that they felt that was a dirty joke. You know, the other thing that I started thinking, and then you like really get in your head, and you're like, well, did someone rat me out? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? Where did that even come from? Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Right. And you start really questioning everything, and like, I, I love. So I play this game with my kids. Okay, so I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, uh -huh. and a twenty-two-year-old who's in college. Holy shit! I didn't know that. Holy shit! I adopted her. So uh, did you really? It didn't hurt my figure back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I adopted. You're a saint. I'm um, no. She's amazing. Anyway, so she's off in college. Uh, mm -hmm. We can talk about her if you want later. But anyways, I sit around the table with my kids every night, and we play this game at dinner called uh, Best Day, Worst Day. Okay. And so, like, whatever it is. That's so fun. And what's great is that I've decided, no matter how young, and my four-year-old is like, thank God he's good-looking, because, <laughs> like, there's almost nothing going on upstairs. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, look, it's great. I'm not going to have to pay for college on mm -hmm. you. Like, you'll be a Calvin Klein model, and we'll call it a day. Um, do you do that on stage? Should I? You should, because that's a bit. Really? And because people, something I love, sorry to, like, cut you off yeah. uh, or interrupt, but it's one of those things I feel like I have to say it or I'll okay. never remember. Yeah. Um, whenever moms get full-on honest about their kids, and you saying, like, there's nothing going on downstairs. Thank God he's good-looking. Like, that is such a human moment that, like, I witnessed a show one time where uh, my friend said something about, you know, every mom has their favorite or whatever, and it's, you know, and I always, I used to have a bit where I'd say, like, come on, it's obvious, because I knew I was the favorite and whatever. Uh -huh. um, and it happened where this woman said she had four kids, and the guy was like, Who, well, which one's your favorite? And she's just cracking up, and she was just like, I don't want to say. And so, like, we knew that she had a favorite, right? And so then the audience is just roaring because like it's so human yeah. and it, yeah. you're, you're saying what we all know yeah. but nobody admits Ooh. and finally she's like well there are two 
<laughs> and she admits that she has two favorites that's out of the four. Funny. That's it really was that's great. so funny. You know? And yeah. so anyway, so my point is is like that, like just getting true like that. Yeah. Like Lori Colmartin is so good when she talks she's about amazing. her son, you know, the honest shit. Like where oh she's like, teats, I don't want to play with you. It, I, she, yes, amazing. Yeah. But like I saw her the other night and she was just like, you know, my son asked me to play with him. I'm just like, ugh. No, I will not play with you. Like, newsflash, we have nothing in common. And she goes on like this thing, and I'm like, it's so funny. Anyway. She's one of my favorites. Yes. I worship her. Um, all right, so best day, worst day. We go around the table, and I've decided that even though he's dumb as a doorknob, that I'm <laughs> going to talk about what's actually going on with me. Mm-hmm. And I And I feel like it's made them... Get like especially for my seven year old who happens to be the brilliant one. Uh-huh. Um, you'd be surprised at how much I go through ends up paralleling elementary school. Right? right. So I get this this email from from the book or the club. It says, you know, you're doing great. Clean it up. Mm-hmm. No talking about poopy in the pants. <laughs> and I was like, ah. Oh! So I, I bring it to the dinner table. Best day was I'm like worst day is that I really love working at this club and I'm really upset because I thought I was doing clean material. And I'm so mad. Maybe someone said something, and and I just I there's a part of me that wanted to email him back and be like, eh, go fuck yourself, <laughs> right? Of course, yes. That's my yes. That's always your knee jerk yes. instinct. And and M- Mickey turns to me, he's like, okay, then you will never work there again, and you'll hurt every relationship moving forward, and you never know. And I was like, oh, I would never write that. Right. And what I'm going to do is sleep on it. Uh-huh. Right. So I tell my kids, I'm going to sleep on something. My feelings are hurt. So someone said something, and and I have to. They're the boss. Yeah. So if you want to work somewhere, like, and he's probably right. There's a reason he's the boss. There's sure. He has an opinion that's worthy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, that is the story. So the next day, I write this email to him. I really appreciate you giving me the time of day to give me the feedback yeah. and encouraging me. And I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I totally thought it was clean, but um. I'm going to challenge myself to write uber clean stuff, and I'm really glad you brought that to my attention because I think that that's something that I, I should do anyway. Yeah. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm really excited to bring something new to the table yeah. this month. Yeah. And so then, best day, worst day, I tell my kids, so this is what I did. This is the follow-up, right? Yeah. And it was one of those things where I thought, the lesson will be good for her because she comes to the table all the time complaining about people hurting her feelings. Yeah. Right? So literally, of course, later that week, she talks about how a friend said the most horrible, horrible thing to her. And she turned around and screamed in her face. Right? Because that girl was being an asshole. Yeah, she, she really was. My yeah. daughter was in the right to be like, hey, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, and so she yelled back at her, and she had to apologize for yelling at her. Oh, yeah. And I said, see, let's go back to what, what happened with me and this other person. Yeah. I wanted to yell back. Yeah. But, like, I took a moment to not respond yeah. way day, and then I didn't have to, like, apologize for misbehaving and took the... Like, if someone wrongs you, then they're left with yes. having to apologize. Yes. And then also, it, it, because it's... It, uh, you didn't have the emotional response. You have to stop yourself Never from having emotional. the emotional reaction. Yeah. Because um, most of the time, too, like, you saying, you know what? Thank you for that. Yeah. Is going to make them sort of really see, like, oh, wow, I really, helped. AI helped. But also, like, they really take to heart what I say. So, you know, it, it brings awareness all the way around. And you were realizing, like, because whenever anybody says something to me that I don't want to hear. Right. You just have to think, like, okay, but why am I upset about this? Am I upset about it because it hit a nerve? Like, yeah. do I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm being told this? Like, do I feel attacked? Like, what is it that I feel? And, like, you know... 
most of the time, if you just sit on it, you realize that they were they were fucking right. I yeah. feel like, you know, I I didn't have an emotional reaction. Now I learned, and because yeah. that that happened to me with a comic. I was talking about it last night. What? He basically called me out for I had a terrible show, mm-hmm. and this is my friend that I open for everywhere. And I went on the defense with this audience right away. Like I almost like, it's like I opened with an untested joke. And then I like, they didn't respond to it. Like, don't you get mad when you're like, I know better than that. Yes. I know better. I Why know did better. I take that stupid I risk? Better. I was going to do a new joke last night, but that audience was packed and Andy was there. And I was like, I'll just do shit that just I know Just do works. your, yeah, do a showcase set at that Oh, point. well. Yeah. Oh, well. You know, but and you still learn everything every, every single time. And that's what I say. I, go, I have to remember, like, well, let's see if it is tried and true. Yes. Let's use it in, oh, it's not. Okay. Yeah, but it is. It's but true. anyway, so he says to you. But yeah, so he, anyway, he, um, so, and then I went on the defense about, about the, to the audience and ended up, the set wasn't that great. They were fine. Um, but then I didn't write a post about it because it was like a, um, it was something that I felt, because I'd asked the audience if they were, if there were any gays out there, right? And there were crickets, right? But now, this wasn't at the beginning. This was like oh, five minutes in. I said, oh, is anybody gay out there? Whatever. And, like, there were crickets. And then at the end of the show, a couple people come up to me and said, like, oh, this is my partner and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, and like, this is so-and-so. Yeah, and Ugh. so there was, like, three or four couples that came up to me. And so I was a little frustrated. Yeah. And so I made a post about, you know, smaller towns and, like, how it was still frustrating to me that people um, felt like they could couldn't speak up yeah Yeah, couldn't respond and had to sort of stay anonymous you know yeah and so I I had let out my frustration on that and then you know that comic hadn't talked to me for a few days and then Mm -hmm. I was opening for him again the following weekend so I'm like is everything cool like did that post bother you because I have for some reason because he had commented something on it and then didn't respond to my text messages so I was sure and and anyway so then he wrote me back this text that was like too long that was just it was so long and it was just like I just feel like you, he's just like, Heather, that odd, he's like, you um, took it out on those people and you're act, you like, from day one, like, or from the first moment, he's like, you open with untested material, which is something I've never seen you do when you open for me. Like, um, you, then the untested stuff was something that that community has a very strong ties to. And I don't think you knew that, but they do. And so they didn't trust you from the get go. So no, they weren't going to open up and Later. cheer and yeah. wave and God, all that, that stuff. First and 30 seconds is so It is so important. important. And Ugh. he just called me on my shit and he was like, you didn't have a good set. Do not then post about it and blame it on the audience. And even though I was thinking that it was about a different issue, like yeah. I thought they were not, I had felt like they didn't respond because of that, because they were a closed-minded audience. And like, it wasn't. It wasn't. They weren't with you. They weren't with me. Yeah. And so when and he, had to own it. and when he called me out on it, I just like, I like cried and I'm just like, Ugh. he is so right. It was me. And I am just, thank God he you know was what so I mean? fucking cool. Oh, he's the greatest. He is the greatest. I love that guy. He is so honest. And you need always. It. And he's just like, Heather. Yeah. You are going to, he's just like, he's like, that's it. We, he's like, you know me. And he's like, you know how much I adore you and how much I trust you. Um, you're allowed to have a bad show. We're going to have a killer weekend. And then I blew out of the water and he was like, see, he's like, you needed there's, that push. There's nothing you needed better. that push. There's nothing you know? better than the comeback. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't let him down again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I said. I'm like, I will on. never let you down again. And then I like mm. fucking didn't, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was, it was good. But you anyway. that weekend. You will later. I'm sure you know what I mean like anyway so so um but my point with that is like you know sometimes it's like what is this what what's really happening here why am I responding this way yeah you know well and and let's say the person is wrong let's just let's just go off on like maybe they're wrong yeah 
But, like, what can you take the nugget from anyway? Like, I do need more clean material. Mm -hmm. Like, because if you want to do more stuff, you know, whatever. But I want to go back to talk about what you said is, like, you can't blame the audience. I feel very strongly that no matter how bad any audience is, I take full responsibility. I will not. You know, you can be like, that's a fucking weird audience. Yeah. Like, that was weird. Yeah. But I always, you know, when, like, you're like... But then a comic goes up and, like, fucking and does great. sails it. Like, just nails and is phenomenal. It's the West Side, the finals for the showdown. Everyone in the green room was like, the audience is so weird. It's such a weird night. It's such a weird night. It's such a weird night. And I had never been the type to buy into that shit. And I did that night. You I bought, bought into it. I started, like, mind-fucking it. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And I did the same thing. And this was before that comic taught me that lesson. Yeah. And so I was just like, I said something off the get-go that made him kind of be like, what? And it just fell from there. Um, but, but I, same thing, but I think, I think that everybody, because then three comics that I knew were going to do very well, how they do went it. out there, yeah. did amazing. Yeah. And I remember backstage, everyone's like, what just happened? And they're like, they just put their dick in the game. We yeah. didn't, we yeah. were, we were the assholes here, yeah. not the audience. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. My favorite show of recent, uh, where I was like, I was having, so I was trying all this new, what I thought was clean material. Mm-hmm. So I have this new, like, it's like nine, 10 minutes. It's great. Of like, you know, and I'm worried cause like. Half of it is all kid stuff, and I'm also, like, that's another subject of me being insecure about, like, I can't appeal to, like, the 22-year-old hipster crowds with that material. I think you can. They all, there's hipsters with kids. No, it's not that they're with kids. They are kids. Sure. And that they're, like, I just look like an old mom. I'm trying to make it so that the jokes are funny whether you have kids or not. Right. That's my goal. Yeah. Because I can't change... Half You're, of my material. Yeah, you can't. Well, and and that should be the goal of every comic is to relate to everybody. Yeah, you know. So yeah. So, anyways, that's another story that like, whatever. But um, so I was working on this like clean ten minutes, <laughs> clean, and I was doing like I had like two weeks with like I felt like almost every night was like a show, so I was just gonna do the exact same ten minutes over right. and over and over again to like see what needs to change and like move this line or this did this never this never gets a laugh like I gotta cut it <laughs> yeah you know um and I like started off really good and then for whatever reason like I had a few nights in a row that it was like crickets yeah. like and I so I go home and I'm like telling Mickey I'm like I gotta tr- crap it all trash it it's not working it's so fucking horrible it's just terrible so but then I'm like, all right, well, but I committed that this would be the same material I would do for these two weeks, right? Right, yeah. Do you ever open up for the Dollface Dames? No. Oh, they would love you. I'll connect okay. you. Okay. <laughs> the woman who runs them, um, have you ever opened for a burlesque show? Um, no, I've never opened for an actual burlesque show. I've done, like, a variety show in Vegas with burlesque dancers, but yeah, I haven't She's done that. She's going to love you. Okay. Oh, my God, you have to work with her. Okay, so I'll connect you. Anyways, the Dollface Dames are this incredible burlesque group okay and they go they have a night at the karma okay i was gonna say it sounds familiar they have a poster yes okay but they also are over here in santa monica at britannia and trip okay i love trip i love trip i had never been there i'd been doing their britannia shows Mm -hmm. and they and i love opening for them because that's a wild crowd yeah and so especially dirty material Uh is great and they love it and so then she invited me to open at the club trip, uh-huh. which I had never been to. So I was all excited. I was like, you know what? Even though it's clean material, this crowd is always the best crowd. I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I, I go to trip, and Greg Santos, uh-huh. the other comic on the lineup, they do like an intermission. And then, so a comic opens, then they dance a bunch of numbers. There's an intermission, and then the second comic. Okay. Goes. And I love Greg Santos. Yeah. Such a sweet guy. Fantastic. So he's going to go second. I'm going to go first. 
like I said, I've never been there. Right. I get up on the stage, and uh, the lights are very low and very bright in my face, so I cannot see too well. Which right. you know as a comic is hard. Yeah, because you can't connect. Can't connect. But it's also that feeling of, well, I'm just going to talk very candidly. Yeah. <laughs> Am I make, does it look like I'm making eye contact? Yeah. I have, where are you? Yeah. So if you don't hear any laughs, they might be hating you. Right. You do not know. You don't know. Right. They might be gone. They, they might have left. <laughs> that's exactly right. I'm clear Who do I get off? And I'm like, where is everybody? Could you imagine that? Let's make that short. I know, right? So, I love I it. Can't, oh, you can't see. That, that's so like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I can imagine like, you know, Larry David being like, well, can you see? I can't see anything from the stage. This is the most bizarre thing, but I'm sure they're loving it. And then like, you know, anyway. <laughs> so, I get up there and I do this new stuff. And it's fucking crickets. Yeah. It's cricket. I could see, there were a couple people I could see, I felt like they were doing sympathy smiles. Okay. Right? And at some point, I do the thing, just like you said, where you kind of like turn on the audience. Yeah. And you, sh- you should never. Uh, you should never. I've realized, and I've always said, you should never be on stage and start blaming the audience for sucking. Yes. Because they get defensive and weird. And I and yeah. I learned via other people to not do that. So I'm yeah. like, I'll never do that. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> I start to get a little weirded out and by the, vi- get no laughs. And by the very end, I make that big mistake and I go, well, <sighs> stick around at least for the next comic because he actually is funny and you'll actually laugh at him. <laughs> horrible, horrible exit. So now I, now even though I can't see them, I can literally feel them retreating into themselves yeah. going, oh, she's insecure and this got fucking weird and now I need to worry about her. And what have I done to like the poor girls who are about to literally get naked? Yeah. Like this fucking sucks. Like yeah. I made it about me and I'm a fucking dumb baby <laughs> and I turn to get off the stage. Don't see the giant speaker. And I trip and fall. Oh off my the god! Stage. I face plant into the floor, into the audience, into that place. I mean, I too. that's like it, dangerous, like full yeah. blown down. Mm-hmm. And 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 I just bombed for ten full minutes, and then I literally <laughs> fall on my oh face. My god. So it was like metaphorical yeah. and literal, and so awkward. They still couldn't laugh. Like yeah. it couldn't even be like the fantastic ta-da! Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it was just so. Yeah. Uncomfortable, and she's like, the you know the lady who was just like, are you okay? Um, oh, and you were so funny, and she's like trying to take care of me and like my mental and bruises, your emotional my state, emotions, yeah, my physical. Like I was just such a fucking mess. Like to and ironically, don't forget what the name of the club is. Is trip trip? Yeah, <laughs> I just I couldn't believe it. It was one of those things. I was like, thank God Greg is here, mm-hmm. so that the next day I could be like, by the way, why didn't we even ever talk about the fact like when I fell off? Yeah, the stage? yeah, like it was just. I, I've seen I've seen somebody fall off stage before, pretty bad. Um, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell that story after I say this really quick. Okay. And but you picked yourself up and you moved on and you put it in your like you know what it happened you move on. That's the beauty That's of stand up is that that night will never happen again. That's what I thought. You know what? You have to have the worst things happen to you. Yes. So then you can tell comics. Well, you know what happened to me I know. after I died on stage, <laughs> assaulted the audience, I fell off and shit my face. Shit my face. Um. Yeah. And by the way, the next night. I did the same stupid thing I said I was going to dedicate this 10 minutes. I did it again, Uh and nobody laughed. I was in such a funk. Uh The next morning, I was dropping my son off for school. Yeah. And as I'm walking out of his school and crossing the street, this car, like, squeaks around and, like, corners me and, like, starts to do, like, some weird three-point turn. She's like, I just want to say, I saw you last night at at that show. That was a great set. No idea what this woman was. And I thought, she must have the wrong person, even though she's clearly... 
saying words that make sense to me. Right. But I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I remember how you went first in that show last night at the Westside Comedy Theater? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God, I thought you were the best. And See? I was like... She like pulled over her pulled car. Pulled over, yeah. And I was just like, well, then why didn't you fucking laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> See what I mean? Do you know what, though? I, I, I wrote a joke recently that I'm going to use from now on every time I'm in a contest and go first. Mm. I'm going to say... Did you go first last time? No. Oh. But just in my back pocket, because I just had a conversation with somebody who did go first. And I've gone first in contests a lot, or in general, for any show. Right. Is I was writing a joke, basically, like, if if there's some sort of quiet, be like, it's fine. Like, I know you're having a good time. You just don't want to laugh hard, because nobody wants... Nobody gives it up for the first comic. Nobody gives it up for the first guy. It's like, you know, in case something better comes along, right? right. Especially for a con- in case something better oh, comes along. Yeah. So it's uh, it's like, you know, teenagers with virginity, you know, like just like a joke like that. That's like funny. and then that will just like even the playing field and then yeah. they recognize that oh we're not like that energized yeah. yet. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. oh haha, it's so true. We don't give it up for the first one. And yeah. like, you know, because you probably did way better than you thought you did. Just like last night, I, you went early, and so I think you, like, didn't think you did that well. You did really well. Yeah. My girlfriend was, like, she, like, did you see her at, I mean, you just saw her at your show at West Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she came to watch, too. Um, or no, no, she wasn't there. No, you were with My friend Sean. Night. Yes, he my friend there. Sean, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it was, because I was really confused. I'm like, no, did didn't she? Didn't you just see her? Yeah, no, yeah. you brought a guy. Mm-hmm. She, um, when she saw you last night when we were driving home, she was just like, oh, that girl, like, I just feel like she's, like, gotten really funny. So, Aww. yeah. So. Thanks. She's proof, because she's honest and she's a bitch. I love it. <laughs> she's like, oh, they suck, they suck, they suck. Oh, I can't listen to that person anymore. Like, I feel like you didn't very, like, even the only other time she saw you was last year during the contest. And Oh, okay. I, and I don't think you did, like, almost any of the same uh-uh. jokes. So. No, and I was, that was, by the way, I think what's interesting is to talk about contests. Yes. Because when, when you say, oh, we're all sitting here going, God, this audience sucks. Yep. I felt... So responsible <laughs> because I, I organized know, the contest. No, well, and and I was the host for everything but that last show. Yeah. So I and and I couldn't fucking warm them up to save my life. Yeah. And and I not that I want to blame it on on the audience because it's not them. I think it's the idea, just like you said, a contest is so much pressure. It on, is. on they, know they know that the audience puts the pressure on themselves. To, and they, it's too tightly wound. And especially so much of that, of this contest specifically, is the community of the people who aren't in the contest and who are watching and understand that there are industry judges yes. watching them. And so the stakes are very high. And yeah. so the, the the air is thick. And so you do feel that. But it is also the comic's responsibility to just fuck, be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to do my thing anyway. But what could make it better? Because... As I, we're we're about to start meeting on, you know, to start discussing next, next year. Yeah. yeah, and I and I started to like write up like a list of like what I thought was great and like what do I think needs to change and like I want the feedback from comments, especially ones that went as far as you. Like, should we maybe like because I keep thinking with that whoever hosts and I don't want to do it again, but like whoever or or if I do stand there, do no stand up. You know what I mean, and just like introduce it, but like. Maybe we shouldn't even make an announcement of who the judges are. 
When you say it's fucking this guy from Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a great idea. It might even make though it too they want to be. Yeah, even though they want to be. Um, I don't even think they do need to feel recognized. Yeah, I'm sure only half of them feel. Oh, that well, way. and at the end, you can introduce them. You can be like you had because you know what? Because you, here's the thing: is that you can make it kind of fun in the sense where it's just like there are judges, but we don't know who they are. So like it puts it on the comic too. Like when you're talking to someone and you like yeah. do crowd work, that's kind of fun in a sense. Like I could be talking to somebody who could change my career, and I have no fucking clue. That makes everyone kind of be in on it in that the might, audience. And then you won't even have to feel like oh, watching them and making eye contact. And yeah, because seeing that, if is they're that laughing is that because you it can is. see them. They're right up Felicia front. Felicia tells me that show all the time. Like what? there was a show. Um, my my fiance will tell me like there was a show Sunday um, with a lady that I've been trying to impress for years, and so. She, um, you know, told me she was like, no, no, no. She was laughing during her set. I was, I was watching, watching her. her. So because she was aware. Right. So it's like when people are aware, they do. They watch yeah. to see. So I think that's a great How idea. How do I believe this? I think that you. I think that's so smart. I think you don't it, say who they yeah. are, and I think you mention to people. There's some industry judges in this crowd, yeah. and we have no they're idea like who they are. They're like secret shoppers. Yeah, they're like secret shoppers. Give up the love. Yeah. Yeah, and then that makes it like almost fun when you're in on it too, because then like that gives it a chance for like comics every time to like say something to someone. Someone and right. then be like, you're one of the judges and you hate me now, right? Yeah. And then everyone laughs and like, you know what I mean? Okay, so then I have this other idea. Yeah. Which I'm going to talk to the head guy about. Mm-hmm. This is my idea. Forget, for, like I said, I don't host, do you mean? No, 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 I was just looking. I don't host and do any material mm-hmm. because I think it is a little too weird. Okay. Right? I just, I am literally a host that's going to be introducing people and like do like a quick like we're so excited and get them like in that good spirit and then the show opener and this is the problem that's going to be the time but what if the person who takes the bullet is someone from the finals from last year so it's no pressure so it's no it's a guest every single show we open with someone from last year's um finalist and you have to do just five minutes as the warm-up yeah. And then there's no pressure because you can't win. You can't compete. These judges have already seen you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're there. You're there. To be there for other people. Yeah. Which takes the pressure yes, off. Yes. That's a great idea as well. And it warms and them up. And a lot of contests do that. Up. Like, I mean, Last Comic Standing does that where the winner of last year or one of the finalists or whatever. Um, and, oh, like, I, I mean, you guys had, like, Hampton. Yeah. He He, he had won finalist. and he, yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he hosted. The thing, though, is, um, but, yeah, it, it is... The stakes are high, so that having that, it's almost like a fluffer at that point. Yes. That in-between barrier yes. is good. But And the other thing, though, when you were saying that, that, might, that would be interesting, too, is does, do you guys have a, is there a projector screen there? For what? We have TVs. Okay. I mean, like, oh, I didn't know. Because you know how, like, some club, like, flappers and, like, the improv have, like, and they'll show, like, that little, like, turn off your cell phones video. Uh-huh. What would be funny is, like, if you guys made, I mean, I know it's, like, a, you know, I'm suddenly being, like, produce a video. Yeah. But, like, if you guys just had a really funny little thing of, like, of people just being, like, yeah, I fucking hate contests. Like, a funny, like, contest video. And then, like, you know, and then you don't That's even great. hear. And then there's, like, an announcer off stage like, that, you know, mm. it turns off. And they're, like, and give it up for your first comic or something. And so there's nothing other than... And it can be a fluffer comic, but either way, then it's just like because people are more like when they, when we're all engaging at a screen, like we you you like it's easier to be like ha 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 because it's that's a great idea. You know what I mean? You're not judging anybody. It breaks the ice mm-hmm. so easy. You mm-hmm. know, that's a really good idea. So yeah, you should do something like that. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. I'm gonna take. That of course. And you're hilarious. And you said you have a hilarious writer husband. You guys and all the comics, you could get together and write like a fucking yeah. really funny little like pseudo. Uh, sketch that can open yeah. the show you know that's a really good idea yeah yeah and then it's hard I also feel like who comes in the audience you know what I mean Cause I know 
I don't know, it's awkward and hard to get your friends to come. Like, how do you deal with that? Do you convince friends to come? Like, where's your... Yeah, last year I did, I got a friend to come and, and my girlfriend came. I reserve my friends for good shows with good lineups and mm-hmm. I don't have them come to shit stuff. Yeah. And so then you don't use up your... Them. Yeah, you don't overuse them. And it, and so then it's like, you know, like it sucks when you're starting out and you do get all those bringer shows. And that's why, like, I feel like I... I when I a lot of times when I meet people, they're like, "Oh, well, you've been you know on this circuit for a while. How come I don't know you?" And I'm like, "Well, because I took a step back in the sense of like I because I started here, I felt like so many comics were abusing me in the sense of bring your show, bring your show, bring your show, and I felt like I was get, I didn't want to get stuck in that, so I kind of was like, "Well, I'm just going to build my act doing bar shows, lounge shows, independent shows, like all that kind of stuff, and just sort of." get to know things that way and then return to the club scene when I'm ready, you yeah. know? And so, like, I kind of did it that way and, like, because you burn out your friends. I felt like yeah. I burned through... I, there's people that have never come to see me after they came to see me once. Right, that on a, first year. On a, yeah, and it's not that I was bad. It's that it was a three-hour bringer show. Right, that's the problem. Yeah. Is and that most of it was bad. Yeah, is that everything was bad. They didn't even end up seeing me. They left before I got on because <gasps> they were there for three hours and they've never come to see me again. Oh. You know what I mean? Because they're... And they're probably never going to see comedy again and that's oh. the problem. That's so, terrible. but yeah, in general, stuff like that. What I mean, do you feel about getting into the club scene, like the big clubs, like Laugh Factory and the Improv? Like, are you going to, are you, are you, do I try? Sp- I've done, um, I've officially, you know, been a paid performer on like three shows at the Improv. So I've, I've, I've made it in, but not like regular either? enough. Well, my story is that, again, see, this is the thing is that you are a gem. These people are gems. Like, People have to do this for each other. You know what I mean? Like, we have to. Yeah. Um, the piano guy, Avery, is amazing, and he's so friendly. And I would come to the open mic, and he would be like, you're really funny. And they kept having this happen where they weren't, there weren't enough girls. And so they were like, and the guy, it was Chase DeRusso, and, who was hosting at the time, and Avery, you know. And this is some open mic night that they have there. A Tuesday, the tu- their Tuesday open mic. Yep, it's like at 5 o'clock or whatever. And so it's like you do three minutes, and it's a lottery. So it's not like how West Side is like the, there's – you definitely get up if you're in the line, but we just draw and you pick your spot. It's like, you don't know if you're going to get up, and it's only like an hour long, right? So it's like, you go. You have, you have to sign up and be there at 5? Yeah. You just throw it in. I think it's at, you, um, starts at 5.30. Okay. And then the actual mic starts at 6, but okay. you throw it in between 5.30 and 6. And okay. so it starts, and Avery, they did this thing where Avery plays instead of um, getting a light, He'll, you know, do a thing on the keys. So he's on stage the whole time kind of playing, and then uh-huh. when comics get up, he sits there. Okay. And it's kind of fun because then you interact with him a few times, whatever. So he was, they were both like, fuck it, we're going to just draw a girl's name on purpose. Like, we're going to make sure we bring up a girl. So they did that for me a couple times, and then one time they did it, um, or one time this host was like, "There's," he's like, everybody sucks, it's coming up t- today, everybody sucks. And it was all guys that were coming, right? And the host was just, it wasn't this chase guy uh-huh. it was a it was a different guy uh-huh. and he was like everyone sucks today like what's going was it on true? It, yeah mm-hmm. everyone was really all the names they were picking were just like you know like the random like hobos off the street who yeah. were like i'm gonna do stand those yeah yeah they kept <laughs> getting those. drawn you I know what i mean those. yeah they, like, and they're very real states. they come yeah they're it's, bananas it's for real for real yeah yeah yeah. and they it. kept getting drawn so yeah. it was just like that thing and then <laughs> and then avery um told the guy hey she's really funny her name's in the bucket just put her up and so then he goes and he gets the manager of the club rita and he's like, come watch this comic. And I had no idea that she was coming <gasps> to watch. So I do my set. I get off. And, Three minutes. And Avery's like, come here. And, um, well, no, he goes, the guy, Avery said to him, if she's doing well, just let her run. And I, I didn't know what they were doing. And so I go up. And then, so I, I think I ended up doing five. Wow. 
And so they, um, Avery was like, Re, uh, write down your name and info because uh, Rita said you'd be great for, you know, the show oh. that we do here. Because Gays Are Us, the gay show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they're like, just, you know, do this. And I Aaron Foley show? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, because of that, then I had hit up Aaron separately and Jamie, the booker of the club, separately and said, Rita said this. And then both of them were just like, how is this date? And so then it started, and then Avery put me on Midnight Snack and stuff. Because he, so he is just very kind Ugh. and a proponent of like, let's get some fucking new faces in yeah. here. Let's, you know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. he's a gem. And so that's really what. How was doing that them. show? Was it, was it amazing? It was doing amazing. It was show. really fun. It was really like, fun. Was it a full room? Yeah, but you know what? Erin wasn't there that night. Oh, damn. I know. She had a guest host, so that made it kind of a bummer. Because, yeah. um, I mean, She's one of my all-time favorites. One I of my have, all-time favorites, I have favorites her on too. my next show. Hell yes. Yeah. Because she, oh my God, she, I mean, she gives me an ab workout every time. Like, it's yeah. make, hysterical. She's so brilliant. Yeah, so yeah. funny. And so few people can do what she does. So, yeah. um, you know what so I mean? So she wasn't there. That sucks. So that kind of sucked. So it was a different host, but it was still a very fun time. I felt very lucky to do Were it. Were you nervous as shit? I was more excited okay. to get my first little $8 from the improv for yeah. doing a set. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I was excited for that. How many minutes that. did you get? Um, seven. Where so were you seven. in the lineup? Um, I was not first. I was not second. I believe I was third. Oh, that's nice. Host, two, and me. That's so, great. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That's really good. Yeah. So now you can get it more regularly? Did that so change then, your life? Tell me it changed I mean, life. it didn't necessarily change my life, but I think if I was hanging out there all the time because I'd had those experiences, it yeah. would. I do know some of the staff members pretty well, and so, like, I feel comfortable. It's the, one of the only clubs that I go and hang out at because on it's Wednesdays. closer. Yes, on Wednesdays because it's the big night. I need to go. You, we'll go together. Come with we'll me. go together. I'm Next so week scared. we should go okay. when I'm married yeah. after my wedding. Yeah, right. But uh, but anyway, so, yeah. So it's like, I mean, so those, I do like the improv, and so that's kind of the way that I got into there. And I've had people, um, uh, I did the Laugh Factory wait in line thing. You did? How'd it go? Um, good. The manager gave me her card and said, I think, um, you know, what's-his-face will love you, um, but Jamie will love you, but you have to um, showcase for him, so email me, and I'll tell you when to come back. So she tells me, because you have to wait in line a week before. She tells right, me, so, and you get five minutes, right? When you do the showcase. And it has to be clean. But she, but I didn't get the showcase technically yet, but she wanted him to see me, so she was like, email oh, me. Oh, wait, you first did the, okay, wait, go back. Yeah, yeah. So you stood in line, yep, you got a number up, for the okay, next week. Yep, and then I performed, and, and that is just, is that? that's three. And three it's minutes. TV clean. TV clean. And the thing is... You is think that, I could talk about fucking poop in a pants? <laughs> Can yes, I? Yes, you could. Yes, you, you could. TV clean. Yes, you I could. Do it. Easy. Okay. And so you... Because I said some stuff that was borderline and it was fine. Because they okay. will, like, shut off the mic is what they do. Oh, oh. So it's, like, clean. But, like, but don't mind fuck it because, like I said, there's some stuff that I said that, you know... Poop. Yeah, poop is fine. Okay. And um, she... Or, uh, so you don't know if the booker is going to be there, right? Um... So it's like a chance thing. Well, he wasn't there this night, and it's that frustrating thing. Like, God, I waited all day last yeah. week, and then he wasn't yeah. there. So the chick, the manager, gave me a card and was like, email me, and I'll tell you when to sign up because I'll know he's coming for the following week because they only do showcases every once in a while. So um, I hit her up, and she said, come July, whatever. And so I did, and then I sh he was there, and I did my open mic, and then you get invited to stay for a showcase or invited to come back for a showcase. And I didn't get invited back, and it, it really hurt my feelings. <sighs> but also, only one comic got invited back, and it was like Dane Cook's identical twin act, everything. And so it was just like, come on, dude. You got to get a new, you got to, like, yeah. diversify your fucking yeah. club here. Like, yeah. all these same types of comics work this club. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't hurt me too much because it's like, Somebody liked me there, yeah. and uh, my friend was a server there for a while, and she's like, just keep showcasing. I know he'll eventually love you. Just keep doing that. Keep doing that. And, I mean, it, it takes a lot of time. So now I'm under the 
influence or the idea of like I'm just gonna I've got friends who are running shows there I just gotta play my cards right and ask for my one favor when I'm ready right you know what I mean exactly so yeah that whole thing makes me nervous yeah it makes me uncomfortable and like it was one of those things I'm like I'm not gonna do it till I'm ready um which is um smart uh don't do anything till you're ready yeah so you know like I'm like when I feel like this fucking kills every single time I got three minutes of gold (laughs) yes that's it I feel, like, so bad because we just, like, went on about comedy this whole time. Were and we like, supposed to talk about other things? No, we can talk yeah. about whatever. And it was great, and it was a great conversation. Okay, I enjoyed good. this. But I, um, I want, did, you know, want to be like, yeah, so what influenced you and all this stuff? Um, and we're almost out of time. Um, so I guess just tell me real quick, what propelled you to start stand-up? Um, when I was a really little kid, I was in theater. Okay. And I started plays when I was six. Okay. And I stood on stage that very first time and was like, this is what I will do forever is make people laugh. But I thought that I wanted to then be like an actor. An actor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do that for a long time and then you realize, um, oh, I'm reading other people's lines and it's kind of weird. Hi. Um, and, and it doesn't feel like, I wasn't that good at it. I see what you're saying, because I actually thought I wanted to go into acting, too. But yeah. in, immediately, I felt uncomfortable with the dramatic stuff. I was just I like, do I, it. I was like, I just want to like do it. funny. Isn't yeah. there a way to just be like, hi, I want to do yeah. acting, but only funny? Don't send me on those auditions. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them. Yeah, exactly. I can't do them. And I can't play a bitch. Yeah. I can't do CSI. I can't play a lawyer. But see, I know how I could cast you. Huh. Easy. I mean, you, I mean, you are, I could cast you as the young mom. The mom, uh, you know, that goes to uh, the mom's, that's at the mom's group or the book club and is like part one of the neighborhood moms. Like, so easy. Like, the, you know. But only comedically. But, but no, in in a comedy, in a sitcom. You know what I mean? Like, in a weird way, like, kind of like um, if Ellie on Cougar Town was uh, younger and less abrasive. You know what I mean? Something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. That's, that's, I mean, you're easy. You have a face for it, so. Well, you know. But back when I was trying... And I was 22. I wasn't, you know what I mean? Right. And, like, I remember going to, like, an acting class. Um, Leslie Kahn. Did you ever do Leslie Kahn? No, but the name's familiar. She's, like, a big sitcom um, acting teacher. And okay. so, like, you know, you, you do L.A. And, like, you have to do Leslie Kahn. And she's great. Um, but she was, like, so what's your casting? And I was, like, I want to be, like, funny. Yeah. You know? And she was, like, oh. But <laughs> you're not funny looking. Yeah. And you're not gorgeous. Yeah. Like, you're in this, like, real in-between... Which is what I always say to people for me, too. It's, it's a hard cast. It's a hard cast. Yeah. I'm, like, a regular white girl, mm-hmm. sort of, like, vanilla. Like, not a weird feature, but not, like, a great... Like, I just... It's just... It, and not, like, a weird voice to make no. you, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe. But, like, yeah. I mean, just, like, nothing quirky enough, you know, so I couldn't be the best friend, and I couldn't be, you know, Jennifer Aniston or yeah. whatever. So it just, like, I felt, like, confused and... She felt like, well, you're too confused. And, and See, but you learn that very early, which is good, because it's something I tell people all the time, is I say, like, because a lot of people are like, oh, why don't you do this, why don't you do this? I'm like, because I'm, I'm not hot enough to be right. this person, and I'm not disgusting right. enough, and not even disgusting, but I have a character weird. enough face. You're just yeah, not weird enough. Just not weird enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a hard sell, but stand-up is that thing where, like, you can doesn't still matter. have a brand, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't because matter. Because it's your, your original voice, which is great. Right, it's finally about the content. Yes. But that, but that being said, too, like... Um, yes, it's about the content, but still like some people, there are those that I'm just like, I, I feel like this is the time, like you, like you look a way that's castable now. Like I could cast you as like a yoga teacher. Do you know what I mean? Like right. all that stuff. Like you look, you have a castable look to me. Only because I aged into it. But, the, and, but that's what I mean. Is it like, you know, I, and the example that I think of all the time is like on Desperate Housewives when that show came out. 
and James Denton got cast as the plumber and nobody knew who he was and he's like I've been doing this 20 years right. and I was just like but you didn't look before like right. you, you're destined to play the plumber right. role right. the rugged role right. you weren't rugged you were young no you go you know? it's like a, it's an overnight 20 year yeah you know that's exactly what it is so I was doing all these I just acting was just so hard for me it was just and I, I really am not that good at it like you have a hard time shedding Nicole yeah, yeah. I was always me, yeah. you know, and I really couldn't, I can't embody other characters well, and I didn't enjoy it. Sure. And all I wanted to do was make them laugh. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then I ran into Jennifer Aniston, and I was, <laughs> I was obsessed with her. Uh-huh. I was really like, I had to go, I went through this really hard time in my childhood, and all I did was watch Friends, uh-huh. and it was like my therapy. You have no idea what you're saying to me right now. Really? I love. I mean, I can quote friends like. I feel like you're too young for friends. What do you it's mean? Not your generation. It's mine. Yeah, but it's mine too. I like grew up. You like, were a baby. But I I watched the premiere the first day in second grade with yeah. my dad, and I specifically remember. Right, and I was in high school, and so, so I watched it every Thursday. Thursday was bowling Absolutely. night for my mom. She was gone. Yep. I watched it. So yeah, uh, eight p.m. Yeah. was exact, and I did it for every episode mm-hmm. for ten years. Yeah, yeah, and so and she was my person. Yeah, like, you know that was my. She was the one. She was me the too. character. She like, was also Rachel my me first crush. Yeah, <laughs> right. Me too. Yes. So I I, I left uh, college thinking I was going to be like her, right? Like, where do I just knock on CAA's door and be like, sign me up? Guess yeah. who's here? The next Jennifer Aniston. That's Anderson. right. Cut my hair, and uh, they were like, don't come in, and <laughs> and so I got really like those first few years out of college, I was like super depressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this sucks, man. And then The Secret came out, which is like, ugh. And they're like, well, if you don't believe you're going to be successful, you know, it's not on your vision board, then you're just a party pooper. And <laughs> what the bleep do we know? You're going to fail because yeah. you think you're going to fail. And I was like, ah. So then I thought, well, what if, what if thinking you're going to fail or worrying about failure is normal? Like, I wonder what Jennifer Aniston thinks. Like, if she was ever worried about failure, but then she made it, yeah. then maybe yes. I could be okay. So I had this dream mm-hmm. that I was sitting in a coffee shop and I asked her, and then one week later, she came into my work. Oh, my God. And I... and I. Oh, my God. I mean, I fucking peed my pants oh my God. for realsies. You manifested Jennifer Aniston? Right. You're like, I'm like, God damn it, you <laughs> secret. You fucking secret. I'll oh, my God. Wrong. One fucking week later, she came in on a Thursday, and I was like, it's 6 o'clock. I can get home to see friends. Yeah. So let's wrap this meeting up. So she came into work. I work in a sales job, but I also yeah. have VIP clients okay. who would, like, come yeah. in. And so I had her alone in a room, mm-hmm. right? And I told the, like, receptionist, I was like, you give me five minutes. Do you hear me? And my, I was visibly shaking. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like, I'm literally sure. shaking. And I'm holding a piece of paper, and I have to, like, fill out a form with her. I'm like, name. <laughs> and she was like, Jennifer Aniston Pitt. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then she goes, um, I'm like, I have to write down her date of birth. So I'm like, date of birth? And she She's goes, like, February 11th, 1969. Yes. <laughs> well done. I told you. You're I know this shit. Right. So <laughs> when she says that, which I already knew it was already written, um, she, goes, she says that, and I go, oh, my God. You're an Aquarius. Yeah. I'm a Gemini, most compatible on the spectrum. <laughs> we could actually be, you know, yeah. friends. I said, friends. Friends. <laughs> uh, air quotes. And she was like, <laughs> and then I was like, um, date of last oh menstruation. My God. I mean, I'm getting butterflies. Date of last menstruation. Date of last uh, menstruation. Uh, P.S. I started my period on February 11th. Go ahead. You guys are totally I know, when I was 12. It. I love it. <laughs> so it's really funny. So how do you know that? Her birthday? No, how do you know that you had your period on February 11th? I just remember that I started... I'm, I'm weird with dates and time. I can tell you every you really every date and every time. time. I'm very obsessed. Are you, That's like, something I, weird? Um, I, my girlfriend tells me she thinks I have Asperger's. Yeah, I think little, I might be a little, little Asperger's. Yeah, I, 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 it is very... Um, okay. Like, I like three things in life. I like 
dates? I like entertainment, the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, Madonna. Yeah. And the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And that's it. And Friends is the fourth. Like, I mean, I'll talk about Friends. So you everything are I say. This story. Uh, so much. Like, literally, I'm like the one who's just like, this is just like on Friends where, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. So I say date of last menstruation. Uh huh. And she goes, oh, oh now. And I go, oh, me too. <laughs> Oh my, god. oh my god! At which point she was like, "Oh, it's getting a little weird." Yeah. Right? So I'm like, "All right, before we, you know, do the thing, can I ask you a question?" She goes, "Yeah, of course." And I go, "Okay." Before you were famous, did you worry that you were never gonna make it? She goes, "Oh, it's an interesting question. Nobody's ever asked me that before." Oh my god. Um. No, I was happy being a waitress. What a liar. I know. <laughs> Nobody's happy. Like, see, but that's why she is who she is, because she knows well, how to say that. And then she says, um, with her hard nipples, yep, always hard. She never wears a bra. Looking fucking phenomenal. How many episodes does she not fucking wear a bra? Perfect. I love it's it. It's amazing. Uh-huh. She goes, oh, are you an actress? And I was like, I'm guilty. She goes, you want some advice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She goes, okay, always, always be in acting class. Yeah. Okay, done. She goes, um, you're a writer? And I was like, no, but my husband, well, he was my boyfriend, but yeah. my boyfriend is. And she goes, great. Have him write you a one-woman show. Yeah. And you'll be okay. Yeah. And then she, like, floated away. Jesus Christ. That's and the I, greatest story I've ever heard in my but life. But now, I, first of all, I'm not that good of an actor. A one-woman show, totally obnoxious. And, and you self, did it. And, well, I had to. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston to. told she you to told do it. She told me. God herself God came herself. down yeah. and told you to do a one-woman show. God damn it. Christ. For one year, I had no idea what I was going to do it on. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Um, at which point, of course, my best friend Ryan, uh-huh. who's my Buddha, uh-huh. he was like, God, Nicole, we know what you're supposed to do it on. Come on, everybody knows what you're supposed to do it on. And he said, that my family life. And I was like, Ugh. And I remember my throat tensed. And I was like, yeah. no, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. It's not supposed to be really sad. And he was like, you'll make it funny. Yeah. So I wrote it with my husband, and I did this 90-minute one-woman show, and I performed it for two years. Oh, my God. All over. Oh, my God. And in New York. Oh, my God. And in the New York French Russell. And it was great, and she never came, and I kept, like, emailing her and sending her postcards, and, like, and was like, please, I did this for you, and I sent her a copy of the DVD, and I was a crazy person. Um, but I really just wanted to thank her, because yeah. I was like, you know, nothing, I didn't get an agent from yeah. it, and whatever, but, like... Do you know what, though? You should do another one-woman show called, like, you know... Jennifer Aniston changed my life. You can make right? like Jennifer Aniston change because there's like I remember the show in uh, London caught on called Madonna and Me, and it was about this guy who Madonna was her his other you know who like led his life. I need to be successful first. I yeah, need, I yeah. Need to, first, the good thing has yeah. to happen. Or I mean, even a memoir one day can right. be titled something like right. that. Exactly. But you know what? Um, my that's best such a Jen. great story. I know your best friend Jen. Such a great story. Have you read this book? By I read it at the library. It's a great book. Um, by her former roommate. Oh. That's a real thing? Yes. And now, you know, it doesn't say she's not named Jennifer in the movie, or in the book. Uh-huh. She's named something else. Uh-huh. And there's a couple other key characters that are named other things. Uh, Nancy Nevins? It's not Nevins. It's something like that. Nancy something. It's like, um, but if you Google, like, Nancy Jennifer Aniston roommate book, okay. I will you'll get, get that. it. That's amazing. And you read it, and you read her version of living oh, with Jen here, and you yeah. hear how Jennifer would just say to her this stuff all the time. Like, it's funny she right. told you to be in acting class because, right. you know, her she, the roommate had said, you know, was, like, very focused on her craft, but I don't think that's what Jennifer meant by being in acting class. She meant stay plugged in, stay in the community mm-hmm. because that when this chick and her were living together, you know, the girl was very focused on her craft, and 
Jennifer one day had said, like, your job isn't to be a good actor. Your job is to be sexy. And, like, and her friend was like, what? Who is this person? And then that person, like, two weeks later got cast in a little sitcom pilot called Friends. And so I thought to myself, she is so brilliant in the sense that she's not saying take off your clothes because she doesn't do that. She doesn't no. strut anywhere. No. But she, the way she carries herself is, like, come is like I am magnetic. Yeah. I will draw you in. And she huh. puts she wears that hat like every time I walk into a room I'm going to be sexy. And she, I think she believes it inwardly oh, wow. in the sense that it projects outwardly and not in a hit you over the head way like a look at my tits in a way like um I'm going to work with what I have, which is kind of like that girl next door that we all right, love. Right, 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 right. You know That's what I mean? Interesting. Cuz watch her facial expressions, the things she does every time she just like, well, Hmm. And like sucks in her cheeks, and like we'll do a certain thing. I'm just like this person is very aware of how she comes off on camera, wow. and the power of, of yeah, being aware of how you are on camera is huge. I've been realizing, huge of how you appear on camera. So yeah. anyway, anyway, you should read this book. It's great. I will read this. Like book. William H Macy was one of the um, oh how weird was, was one of the dudes, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, so I did the stupid one man show. Yeah. And nothing changed my life. But I did half drama, half comedy, and I only loved the comedy. Yeah. And I should have started stand-up. I was 27. I should have start parlayed into stand-up then. And but I then you had did. some kids. Then I had kids at 30, and then I did a monologue show, and I wrote a seven-minute piece that was a drama funny for something. And that was when I realized, oh, forget the monologue. Yeah. Let's go straight Just to... Just do the jokes. Let's just do the jokes. Yeah. And so that was kind of the parlay. Well, good. Good. I'm glad you're in this community. I think you're... An important member of the community. <laughs> you're too kind. No, I think you're I'm, amazing. Thank you so much. I um, I'm so happy. Do you have anything that you want to plug or say or promote your next show? When's the next Virgin Sacrifice? So Virgin Sacrifice is the first Thursday of every month, of every month. at the Westside Comedy Theater. It's a blast. I can't even recommend it enough. And the owners of the club are the coolest people in the world. Um, and so you can always go to virginsacrificeshow.com. Yeah. And that'll always show you the, the new lineups come out. Perfect. That's it. Um, which I want to say really quick, the other brilliant part of that show is that the audience is always great. So yeah. people are listening. Like, the audience is always awesome because they're rooting for everybody. They because for they everybody. know somebody at the end is doing it for the first time. So yeah. it's like walking into a room of, like, it's like everybody gets the um, participation trophy. Yeah. Like, at softball. Like, it's like yeah. that audience. It's and great. they all drink the juice. Yeah, they do. They literally they, drink they the do. juice. Yeah. It's so cool. So you've done an amazing thing. Thank, Thank you. you so much, you Thanks guys. Thanks for having me. Yay.